1: G'day. Welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Thanks for being here. And um, it's Friday. It's the 4th of March, 2022. And I guess this podcast is like every other one on this feed is to help you make today better than yesterday. It's something you hear on this show. Like every show will help you make the day better than yesterday. That's what we're here to do since 2013. We're here every week, Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm here with a guest and Fridays, I'm here with you. And on the 3rd of April... We'll be together in Melbourne, and on the 22nd of April, we'll be together in Brisbane. Where We're coming to you. We're going to make some podcast shows together. Special guests are going to show up at each show, different guests for different shows. So we're making two shows in each city. So if you want, I don't know, like if you want to give yourself a 45-minute interval, you can buy tickets to buy shows and you know come and see two separate guests, be a part of two different podcasts. I'd love that if you could come along, because I've been making this show for years for you, and I, I'd love to have the chance to make this show with you. I think really, I think I'd, I'd love that. You can get your tickets at osherginsberg.com right now. Uh, thanks so much for those who've jumped right on that. And if you want to uh, support the show in other ways, you can also get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash osher. There's a few different tiers you can get involved in, but the main perk of supporting independent podcasting is you get an ad-free version of the show. So if you like the show, but you'd rather listen to it without ads, can be yours, patreon.com slash osher. Just to check in with you, how are you going? Are you okay? I don't know about you, but I am, you know, overwhelmed. Uh, the uh, subaquatic nature of the east coast of Australia rolls on, but it's also the, you know, the one in 100-year flood of 2011, and very quickly the one in 100 year flood of 2017, and then now here we are in 2022 with another one in 100 year flood. I was like, guys, no, sorry, we're gonna just have to cast off all these one in five year floods because this is bullshit. We don't believe the one in 100 shit anymore, uh, or not even, you know. And it's it's really intense. I'm very lucky. We are very lucky. We are on a hill and we're fine where we are. But there's you know plenty. Of my my brother in Brisbane he said that they were essentially on an island for a couple of hours there up in Brisbane. And uh, certainly, you know, I saw photos on social media of my mum's old apartment block and the water level was at this very similar to the spot it was in 2011. And that's that's intense, mate. That is hardcore. And, you know, it comes hot on the heels of um, the International Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC, they've released the the second of the round of three reports that they're doing here in this sixth round of reporting and it's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. I read it earlier this week, uh, the summary at least. And it's, it's shit scary And what is happening right now on the east coast of Australia and the west, the fires that were happening over there. That is climate change. There's no question. That is climate change. These are the more intense bushfires and the, the, the longer and more intense raining seasons. That is climate change. That is what we were warned about and that is what is happening. And... The sooner that we can realize that we actually have a chance to stop it from getting worse, because it will get worse, the warmer it gets. It will get worse. We have a chance to stop it from getting worse. We can do that. But the IPCC report coming out at the same time as a massive you know weather event could have been a, a real opportunity to have that conversation in, in prime time and on the front page. However, the uh, invasion of the Ukraine by Russia. And everyone's like, well, are, are we gonna die in nuclear annihilation? Is that what's gonna happen? Like that is a real threat for the first time in God's, I, I you know, it happened a lot when I was a kid, but this is like some scary shit right now. And so I don't know about you, but it's overwhelming. You know, I pick up my phone and I just go, fuck, it's overwhelming. And what happens is when I get overwhelmed, I then kind of go into a bit of a state of paralysis. And stuff starts to pile up. You know, I become emotionally overwhelmed from reading or seeing pictures um, or reading news. That is, is it intense, and rightly so, even though I do limit where how I get my news and when I read my news. I am thrown into these states of emotional, um, I guess, paralysis, and I'm a- unable to do stuff. And that's no good. You know, that's no good because, you know, kids need food, work needs to get done. So, for example, this morning I saw Wolf off to daycare and I came down to the office to get some work done and I just sat in the chair and the office is just a clusterfuck, right? It's just shit piled everywhere. I was like, oh, my God, I can't even, I can't think because there's so much clutter, but I also, I no longer have the bandwidth to consider cleaning it or at least tidying it, right? Thankfully, I kind of have an idea about what to do here and it's going to sound shit because it rhymes, but that way you'll never forget it. If it's a pain, make it a game. So I pulled out my phone and I put 10 minutes on the timer and I hit go. I was like, right, how clean can I get this place in 10 minutes? That's the game. And I went for it. I absolutely went for it, put on a podcast and just went pew, 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 and I was putting things away in boxes and rolling leads and packing things away and reorganizing where this should go and that should go and putting that away and stacking over here and pulling this in the rubbish bin and da da da, da, da separating the paper and the plastic and da-da-da. And I got to a point where I'm like, yeah, this is good. I can work in this room today. That's cool. Stop. And I had a minute 30 to go. Nice. I was happy with that because it got me started, I guess. And then once I started, I didn't want to stop. But that really helped snap me out of my overwhelmed, doom paralysis that I was stuck in. And I thought I might share that with you because that was really handy for me today. And I guess, let's be honest, it's something I use with Wolf, right? Kids, little kids, they're terrible at like, okay, we're going to go now. No, no, no. Wolf, we're going to, we'll hear you know, one more song or we'll, there'll be one more bluey or sometimes to get him out of the bath, I'll say, okay, Wolf, I'll tell you what, I'm going to play a song. At the end of this song, I'm going to get out of the bath. Because I was putting a timer on my phone, but then he started becoming obsessed with watching the timer go around on the phone. So I just, I'll just play a song. Lately, it's been Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton Island in the stream because that's a pretty good bath time song. And there, sure enough, at the end of, you know, three minutes and 41 seconds, song fades. I'm like, okay, Wolf, it's time to get out of the bath. And off he goes. He's cool with it kind of knowing that there's it out knowing that there's an end point knowing that only 10 minutes worth of cleaning is coming your way mate. you can handle 10 minutes so go that really helps really helped me today and I don't know if you use that technique but I'd love to hear what you think of it if you give it a try and it could be anything it could be going through some bills or answering some emails or calling someone that you know it's a t- literally a two minute phone call you know, it could be to, you know, organize a council pickup or, or something, I don't know. Literally a two-minute phone call, set a timer, do it, and then it's done. And now you've got this that little extra bit of RAM available in your brain to rationalize and process the crazy shit that happens every time you open your phone, man. Oh, but look, the good news is we're all here together, you and me and my wife and Beyonce and you know, the residents of Upper Hutt in New Zealand. You know, we're all here. We're all, we're all, we're all here together and we'll all figure it out. And I'm sure it's going to be okay because, you know, we'll figure out a way for it to be okay. It's going to be bumpy, but we'll be all right. Thanks heaps for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And I'd love it if you could come and see the show. Come and be a part of the podcast. Come make a podcast with me. Got some fantastic guests lined up, but they're gonna be a surprise, okay? So come to the live gigs. Tickets are available now. osherginsberg.com. You can't miss you can't you can't miss the ticket plug on the website when you get there. Melbourne's on sale right now. Brisbane will be on sale on Monday, okay? Brisbane tickets on sale Monday. If you need me between now and then, send Osher email at gmail.com or, or drop me a DM somewhere. Thank you so much to Rachel Barrett, who's very busy figuring out how to get 5G streaming dongles into underground venues, and also being the EP of this podcast. You're awesome, Rachel. Andy Marm, audio director. Bruce Steele on production support and research. Toe Hyder on the music. And you for listening. I really hope you come to the show. It would been lovely to see you again. I haven't seen you in too long. It's been years, three years. It's been three years. Three and a half, shit. Okay. I am going to go upstairs now and bath the baby. Yep. I'll see you on Monday. On Monday, Our guest is the extraordinary Dr. Annika Molesworth. She is the deputy chair for Australian Farmers for Climate Action. And she is an amazing human being. There's a current, I guess, narrative played out by certain political parties who claim to represent farmers around climate action and what climate action will mean for farmers. And then there's Dr. Annika Molesworth, who's like, actually, me and all of these farmers and the combined amount of land that we manage feel very differently. And it's extraordinary. She wrote a book. It's called Our Sunburnt Country. And if you want to check it out between now and Monday, she's got a TED Talk called Farmers are Key to a Better Future. She's a stunning Human being. And I I couldn't be more thrilled for you to hear this conversation right now when we really need to hear this conversation about climate action, and particularly when it relates to food security, which is a big focus of the IPCC report. Because, I mean, you all saw uh, a couple of weeks ago when the potatoes were all washed away. Uh, You know, that's no good. But yeah, growing crops when the rain never stops is hard. Or you know, we know what it's like when growing crops when the rain never comes, that's also hard, but growing crops when the rain never stops and washes the topsoil away, that's, that's, that leaves you fucked. Our water security, clean water has been really affected in uh, the flooded parts of our country. So we're getting a bit of a taste of that right now. We're getting a taster of what's ahead. But you know what? We can adapt. We can move. We can change. We can figure it out. We can do our part to make sure it doesn't get too much worse. And that's what we're going to be speaking about with Annika on Monday. Look after yourselves. Happy Mardi Gras. Stay safe. And until we speak on Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer.